Welcome to the Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Christians, smokers, and the NRA. Christian smokers and the NRA. Hello, we are David and Stacey Whited, and this all started this morning um, on a walk where we were out and we were thinking, what do those three things have in common? And where it started, our conversation really about, now we're at this unique age where we remember when people smoked inside, lots mm-hmm. of homes had ashtrays. Even if you were a home that smoked, you had an ashtray for uh, fa- you know, friends that came, your uncle family. that smoked, and he would come yeah. over at ashtrays. You know, uh, some people Even get on, on airplanes. You know, they see the little ashtray holder on an airplane. And why yeah. do they have that? You know, there's, a, there's a, a line in the sand a little bit on smoking. Uh, if you're someone who still refers to that adapter for your phone as a, a cigarette, cigarette lighter. lighter. Hey, hey, plug this in the cigarette lighter. She handed me a cord. Say, hey, plug this in the plug this in the lighter. That I would does st- not come from our kids. I would still call it a lighter. I yes. don't think our kids uh, who are in their twenties now. I don't think our kids would ever refer to that. It no. would be like, hey, this is an AC adapter. This is a power converter. You know, so so with this interesting stage where we saw a, a transformation in the world from mm-hmm. from smoking was common and it just was intermixed with regular life. And there was an interesting thing that happened with uh, probably lobbyists and you know you know when we were really young flintstone cartoons would the characters would smoke a cigarette or in movies it would change yeah. and doctors highly suggested it but something now, happened just so you know we are not saying that smoking is amazing no. for you it's just a point that we're trying to make today it's just a gradual shift we've seen in our lifetime and here's here's how this worked out is it was this kind of this unspoken conversation of, of smokers were in the restaurant and they're like, you know, hey, don't want to cause a big hassle, but can you uh, sit on this half of the restaurant if you're going to smoke and non-smokers in there? And it's like, okay, that seems reasonable enough, mm-hmm. rational enough. Well, they didn't make a fuss, didn't say much. They just kind of got up, moved their chair and sat on, on that side of the restaurant. And then it kind of became a, a corner of the restaurant. And then it's like, you know, hey, um, smokers, would you do us a favor? Can you just only sit by the bar, you know, at, at the restaurant or like, eh, I can still smoke. Okay. All right. I'm going to get up there and have their smoke. And then it's like, ah, you know, I hate to do this. hate to be a a pain, but would you mind just when when you're going to smoke, just get outside the restaurant, just go stand out there and, but, you know, just outside the door, it's not a problem. Just go out there and smoke and, and come in. And they're then like, you can come back in, no problem. Okay, all right, I'll do that. And they, you know, go out there and smoke. And then it became, uh, I don't remember when the law passed. We were in Tennessee at the time, I think, yeah. where it became the, the first thing. We couldn't even be on the parking lot of a public building. And so they had to go to the edge of the property mm-hmm. near the street to uh, smoke your cigarette. And so it just kind of gradually, and before you know it, you're a smoker and you're out there by the street, got your coat over and it's snowing and you're just like, <laughs> you know, yeah, at least I, at least I'm still smoking, you know, and you kind of have that thing. And just out of sheer inconvenience, I think probably a lot of people quit. Oh my gosh. So we're walking today and we're walking through a park. And as we're entering oh, yeah. the park, there is a sign that says no tobacco in a park. This is an entry. We're talking hundreds of acres. As far as you can see, green grass, trees, hills, nothing, but you couldn't, you can't smoke in a a thousand acre refuge. So you may be thinking, hey, I'm not a smoker. That doesn't affect me. No problem. And what's it got to do with the Christians and the NRA? Exactly. So then let's talk about the NRA. So, you know, the NRA just is a different approach to being moved over to the edge. NRA works a little more like this. And this isn't pro or for guns. We've got a bunch of them. Um, But, you know, kind of research that on your own. It's not the point. The point is their approach to the conversation is they come to, uh, you know, the gun owner and they're like, you know, hey, um, we don't think you should have an anti-aircraft missile launcher. And, and the NRA says, hey, why don't you shove it up your butt? Because I don't really care. 
And I'm not budging an inch. I'm not getting out of this chair. I'm not going to sit over there. I'm not going to get squeezed out. I'm not going to be. It's like slim- a smack. You can have my rocket launcher where you pry it out and my gosh dang <laughs> cold dead fingers. Okay. So they're not going to give an inch on the gun. And it just kind of. Now, 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 if they do say, all right, I have, you can have my rocket launcher, but we're not backing off. I'm not getting out of the chair. Okay. They're not mm-hmm. budging. And it's just an interesting approach because there's been this battle between mm-hmm. lobbyists, activists, and, and the NRA for years. And I've not really seen them budge an inch. It's non-negotiable. And sometimes it's kind of crazy. Level. Yeah. yeah. It's kinda like, you know, I mean, okay, let them have your rocket launcher. Who cares? You know, <laughs> but the NRA is like, no, because they saw what happened to smokers. Yeah. And they're I'm, like, I'm, they gave an inch. And when they gave an inch, then this vacuum was created. And what was filled? Man, they took more, right? It was just, they continued to take more and more and more territory. Eat it up. And we're not going to give up that space. And before you know it, the NRA sitting there and it's like, okay, we can throw rocks at people, you know, or something to, <laughs> to defend our property. And, you know, become even more important if the, you know, you're not going to have the police can't have a gun yourself. It's like, you know, you're going to sit there with a dirt clod and throw it at people or something or poke them in the eyes like the Three Stooges. And so, you know, we looked at that and it's like, okay, um, this, this video is really geared towards Christians. And conservatives. Of, of the space that's been given mm-hmm. up that we've also witnessed in our lifetime. And it wasn't in one day. It was just gradually a step by step. But there has been so much ground given up. And and we're looking around and we're like, when did this I mean, happen? It was kind of like smokers. Yes, yeah, I say, the Christians are more like the smokers than they are the NRA. Where have we found it? Well, we find it in the school system. Yep. Gave up ground in the school system. You're like, well, I don't want to, you know, can't cross church and state, and I don't want to cause a problem there. And, you know, I'm going to leave it up to the, the public institutions, and those are trained educators. I don't want to mm-hmm. make a fuss. I'm sure there's some good people on the school board or the PTA. I don't have time for it. I'm not going to be involved there. So I just, I'm going to stand outside the school and let them have it. You know, you're, I'm going to stand out by the street, you know, smoke up my cigarette, and let them have their own space. They just gave up that ground in the schools all the way through. Colleges, yep. it started with colleges where you want to have a nice, good liberal education mm-hmm. and you don't want to be stuffy like your your parents. And so it's like, well, okay, we have that. And then kind of went to the high schools and grade schools and the kind yep. of things that are being taught even there are even, ridiculous Even today. the sex education where parents didn't want to take responsibility for that. So, okay, we'll let the, the school yeah. tell our kids about Okay, that. we'll just kind of step out and we'll leave the sex up to the schools and HBO and, and Netflix to yeah, cover that Yeah, and course. pornography that's coming into your house all of the time. Yeah, you know? and even promoted as a good, healthy idea. So Exactly, which is crazy. Okay, what's another area? Hollywood. Hollywood. Let's just, you know, we'll step out of that, you know, and, and, and give up that ground. And, and there is no such thing as a vacuum. When you move to the side, it's filled with something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really no such thing as free time. It's like if you, if you had two jobs and you quit one, you don't have this all this extra time to get things done. You, you, you probably thought you, you would have. Um, you know, there's just not a vacuum. It gets filled with something. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, Christians and conservatives sort of move out of Hollywood and it gets filled with something else. That's exactly right. Man, and you, we are seeing it. We are seeing it in Netflix. We're seeing it in all kinds of areas. Things that we're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I cannot believe that this is on TV. If this was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, this would never happen. But today, you have to be so careful what you watch. Okay, what's uh, just another the, area? The media in general. Media, media. for sure. The because news. Yeah, conservatives, what happened was they bought a bunch of businesses, they took over that kind of area, but they left the media up to a liberal agenda. I blame this on conservatives. Conservatives had the opportunity to buy Washington Post, Mm -hmm. but instead it went to uh, Amazon guy, went to Jeff Bezos, bought it. We had the opportunity to buy some of these media companies. Ted Mm -hmm. Turner sold CNN. They had the opportunity to take ground in these spaces, but instead they 
just step to the side. We'll let somebody else fill that step to the side. We're going to let somebody else. Mm -hmm. And they created a million tiny little vacuums. Then that got filled uh, with something else. Man, it's so true. Another area is politics. Never talk about religion or politics. Man, have you heard that before? So let's create this vacuum and then let it get filled with something else. And has it been filled with something else? Absolutely. Definitely. And then of course, 1973 with abortion. And now um, man, the, the, we were born in 1973, so 47 years later, we're 47 years old, uh, over 62 million abortions, 62 babies have been 62 killed. 62 million. And, and here's the, the language that you would hear is it's rare and necessary, only in rare and necessary circumstances. And, and you step aside and then you let legislation, you let legislation come in because the Christian church would not step forward and say something. And I'm not saying uh, judgmental and self-righteousness no. and all these kind of things. It's kind of a common sense. I can't imagine having a conversation with some alien species that landed a spaceship on our country and explained to them out of everything on our earth, we're the only thing that actually kills their young. Yeah. It is it's, it, for convenience. And they say, well, it's, it's kind of become birth control. And you may say, well, birth control is a, a contraceptive. No, that's a, a, a conception control. Yeah. Birth control in America today is abortion. Is abortion. And, and, and the legislation has pushed it to even go, you know, well, it's just in not the first month or the second month or the third. It's now, it's now, it's after delivery. And it was celebrated. They lit up buildings this Thank last, me. this last year of celebrating this great victory for women's rights because now we can choose whether we still want that life even after delivery. So mm-hmm. we, we, we give up that ground and it gets filled with something else and it gets filled with something else. Yep. And it's, it's, you look around and when, when did this happen? Because here's the deal. If you have a bucket of water and you put your hand in there, when you take it out, it is filled. There is, there's no such thing as a vacuum. You put it in, you take it out, it's it's going to fill up. And so that's what's happened. So what do we do? Yeah, hopeful message. Uh, wake up, show up, speak up. Wake up, show up, speak up. Like Here's like three quick action steps. So we're going to make this as short as possible. But the first one is is, is just wake up. Wakey, Sometimes, wakey. Wakey, wakey, man. It is it's time to wake up. It's so easy to get caught in the rut of if you're worrying about the pandemic or you're worrying about going to to work or your job and paying your bills. And when you, you, you know, when you get a minute, you just want to have a beer and watch Netflix. You just want to like, oh, just, I just, I just need some me time, man. I'm just going to mm-hmm. check out, man. I just need to like exhale a little bit, man. I don't want to worry about all that stuff. And, and I tell you what, I'm speaking here again to conservatives. I'm speaking to Christians. It's on you. It's your responsibility. Yeah. This isn't something you look to like, man, I wish, I wish somebody would come and help solve this in, in our community. I'm you sure are the person. You're the person. If the things that catch your eye, you're equipped to fix. The things that anger you and you see are you're equipped to fix. And so, so wake up. A couple of suggestions. One, Prager U is an incredible YouTube channel website that you can go to, mm-hmm. and they have five minute videos from the greatest minds in the world on a specific topic. The, the top doctors and scientists, and uh, I mean Nobel Prize winners, and, and the, the, the the greatest minds mm-hmm. in the world on very specific issues. And in five minutes, you can get a quick. Uh, education in an animated way. And they're powerful. And you may agree with them. You may not agree with them, but it's a great way that in five minutes, you'd be like, what do I think about that one? I don't yeah. like that. Watch another one, five minutes. You know, just take one hour and watch a series of five minute videos and, and see, where, see where you stand on yeah. that issue. Maybe share it with one of your kids and be like, you know, is this, is this really what is going on on a college campus? It, 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 do they use this language where you go to school? This is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You know, share it with somebody uh, uh, that, that you can have a great conversation with. But wake wake up. Put something in your mm-hmm. mind that's going to challenge the way you think and, and, and fast track your ability to be aware of what's happening today. Exactly. Another thing is 
Know the Constitution. That is really important. Study it. Learn it. Read it. When's the last time you actually went through it cover to cover? It won't yeah. take you very long. Okay. But it's very short. Look at this. It's very tiny. We, we keep copies of this in the spare rooms when people come and visit. We buy it for our kids we buy for them Christmas. As, as gifts. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's just really important because a lot of trends come and go and styles come and go and different things. And we're slowly evolving to live up to these ideals. Mm -hmm. You know, America is held hostage sometimes. Maybe you're not a, a great country and people feel bad about our country. And I'm like, I don't personally live up to my own ideals all the time. Exactly. You know, I have this idea of like, man, it's good to eat organic, eat this. But you know what? I have a little pizza, you know. <laughs> and so I don't even live up to some sometimes of my own. Sometimes at midnight. Yeah, sometimes at midnight. <laughs> I don't even live up to my own standards. As a country, we've evolved to the idea that they thought that we should have originated at. And you may no not even like it. the person that wrote it. That's yeah. okay. It doesn't matter who wrote it. It is what is in the Constitution. Know that because this is a very powerful document. And you got to agree. Many people are capable of creating something better than themselves. Exactly. And I think that's a great case. So, so, you know, get up to speed on that. All right. So just, but just wake, wake up wake yourself. Up. Come on. Yay. Next thing. Speak up. Very important. So, yes. so sometimes as Christians, we're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to hurt anybody's Offense feelings. Offense has now become the worst thing that could possibly happen to somebody. It's like, oh, you ran over my leg with your car, but at least I'm not offended. You know, it's like like offense is the worst thing that can possibly Man, happen. That's so true. People try to raise their kids without offending. I was going to say, if you are a parent, you cannot be worried that you're going to offend your kids. Yeah. You know, as a parent, it's your job to discipline them. It's your job as a Christian to help set a standard. If we don't set a standard, if Jesus Christ is not our plumb line, and we don't yeah. set a standard, where's the world going? That's what's happened because we have not showed up. We have not spoke up. We have not let people know what's right, what's wrong. So speak up, speak up in your own head, allow yourself to have a conversation. Sometimes people are in fear of like, well, I don't know as much as this person who, and they seem really knowledgeable about it because they're screaming or they have a bullhorn and they're screaming about a, a, an issue. They apparently know more than I do because they're so loud mm -hmm. and the level of offense and the level of volume do not equate to truth. That's exactly okay? right. And it's okay for you to share an opinion and then change it. Okay, that's why we have free speech. Mm -hmm. So you can engage with somebody and actually speak freely and then hear it out loud. And I'll do this sometimes with my wife. I'll be arguing with something. I'll hear my own argument. I'm like, yeah, that sounded really bad. Okay. <laughs> and I say that sounded really bad. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I, I, changed, I changed my song. But sometimes that wouldn't happen. I could be fussing around the house and working in the basement. And I'm mad about how she did something that hurt my feelings or made me mad. And then when I go to talk about it, I'm like, okay, I kind of made a big deal out of nothing. You know, but it becomes something in your mind. So that's why we need to speak. We bottle this stuff up. And you're like, well, I might be wrong. So I don't mm -hmm. want to say anything. And we need to speak and share those ideas with people because they might be wrong. Okay. Or it might be just another perspective. You might be thinking a Rubik's Cube's yellow and you're like, this thing is so yellow. And, but you talk to someone else and they take it and they rotate it a little bit. Like it's also blue and or like, red or green. And you're like, oh my gosh, Rubik's yeah. Cubes are red and yellow. And so you have these revelations, but it comes from free speech and speaking up. And you know what? Don't be afraid of being wrong. Be afraid of the person that won't allow you to be wrong. Yes. Be afraid of that kind of control that will not even allow you to have an opinion, to share something, to, to ask an intelligent question on a social media platform, and you're afraid of getting canceled or fired from your job from having an idea. The idea police are coming after you. Be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of being wrong. Be, be afraid of, of holding that in and having a wrong idea that goes to the grave with you.
Exactly. Another thing is start declaring what you want. Speak up. Speak up. This is so important because your words create the world around you. So this book is absolutely amazing. It's called Decrees by Patricia King. King. And there's actually a really powerful one. I mean, they're all amazing. But about our country, there's 12 decrees for your nation. 12 decrees for your nation. Buy the book. You can also find the 12 decrees on my Facebook page, Stacey Whited. So you can check that out as well. Print them off and say them. Join us because we're doing decrees every single day. Up in the morning, just declaring these things. Because it's one thing to say, you know what? This isn't going right in my country. But it's another thing to say, okay, I'm going to speak the opposite. What do I want to have happening? So so, so wake up and speak up. Mm-hmm. Let your voice uh, be heard. And then the last one is show up. That's important. So what do we mean by that? Well, vote. That's obviously very important. You need to vote. Vote with your ballot. Vote with your dollars. Yep, that's exactly right. A lot of people are voting on the NBA right now. This looks divisive. They're, they're creating conversations people don't like. Maybe you love that. Buy more NBA stuff with your dollars. It's interesting. There's a young man that stood for the national anthem recently. and uh, Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. For uh, Orlando Magic. And he was the only guy that did it. I'm like, that's courage. You're the only guy that do. You're the, if you're the only guy that does anything. That's pretty incredible. And he now is the number two selling jersey in the entire NBA behind LeBron James. That's amazing. And, and so, a lot of you probably have never even heard of Jonathan Isaac before. And so pretty incredible young man, a story a story in courage. And so vote with your dollars. If you love what the NBA is yeah. doing, then go buy 10 more things. If you don't, then spend your money somewhere else. We have a lot of things we can spend our money on today. So vote with your dollars. Find out about, you know, where something was made. You know, if you don't like the way chickens are treated in a certain situation, then buy your chickens from another source. Like let your dollars mm-hmm. determine your voice. You're casting a vote every time you buy something, show up and be heard. So do not default to teachers. You know, now uh, with what's going on in our country, something that we're realizing. Show up in your kid's school. Yeah. Show that, up in man, their life. There's things that maybe aren't great that we're finding out. One of the headlines is public uh, school teachers openly fear parents overhearing the leftist brainwashing during virtual classroom sessions. You're like, what is that? Like, what, what does that mean? Well, there were some tweets that went out by some teachers, and I'll just kind of read kind of the idea of it. And this teacher saying, so this fall, virtual class discussions will have many potential spectators, parents, siblings, etc., in the same room. We'll never be quite sure who is overhearing the discourse. What does this do for our equity inclusion work? He continued, how much have students depended on somewhat secure barriers of our physical classrooms to encourage vulnerability? How many of us have installed some version of what happens here stays here to help this? That's a little scary. While conversations about race are in my wheelhouse and remain a concern in this no walls environment, I am most intrigued by the damage that helicopter snowplow parents can do in the honest conversations about general about uh, gender and sexuality and he finishes it with and while conservative parents are my chief concern i know that the damage can come from the left too if we are engaged in the messy work of destabilizing a kid's racism or homophobia or transphobia how much do we want their classmates parents piling on wow so so the, the idea there is they've been able to teach your kids anything they want because they're not really afraid of you finding out because they got to what, what happens in, in the classroom in, stays there. What happens in the classroom stays there. These and, are our children. And now their biggest fear in online learning is now you as a parent might hear 
some of their agenda and then go get involved. So you may be for or against any of these kind of issues, but as a family, show up, speak up, you know, wake up yep. and, and be engaged with them. You know, sit, if you want to talk about racism, engage in real conversations with people who've experienced something. Maybe watch the Van Jones documentary and then maybe download the Larry Elder documentary called Uncle Tom and watch these things together with your kids and be like, hey. And have conversations. People are experiencing this. How You know, you be engaged in that conversation. And Don't so, leave it to the teacher to do that for you. Don't be asked to move from this section to move from that section to move from that section. And then finally that vacuum's filled with somebody else. And every opinion, every thought, every belief is only coming from a source that clearly has an agenda mm-hmm. for your child that may not be the same as yours. Now, I'm not saying take your kids out of the school necessarily, but I'm saying there shouldn't be something they're being taught that you don't know about. And you need to give them a counterbalance, okay? Provide mm-hmm. those opportunities. I highly suggest Uncle Tom, a documentary by Larry Elder, or um, uh, the, the Van Jones 13. It's like, those are the two you know, different mm-hmm. kinds of things. And there's lots of others, so dig into that. I'm not going to give a whole list of things, but engage in this conversation and that process with them. Be involved. Show up. Go have coffee with the cops. Get to know the cops in your area. I think that's really important. Every every area has a local Facebook Mm -hmm. page for your police department. Like, hey, are the cops bad in your area? Go show up. Go have coffee with them. Get to know them. See them. Engage Mm -hmm. in relationships. Take your kids with you to do those things. Get to know your local representatives in politics there in, in your area. That's really important as well. And go see for yourself. Yes. Show don't up. just Look hear in. it. You show up. So wake up, speak up, and show up. So don't be like the smokers who slowly got moved out to the street. You know, show up, take some space. Be more like the NRA and say, you know what? You're not taking my pencil, man. <laughs> You're not taking my kids. You're not taking my kids. You're not taking my seat. I'm allowed to have an opinion in this country as a conservative. I'm allowed to have an opinion in this country as a Christian. And really, you know what? I put the blame at the feet of the Christian community who so freely, freely lost wars without a, a shot even being fired. Okay. And, and, and this doesn't need to be taken back with, with, with violence or with anger or anything. It, it, it gets taken back with better ideas. Yeah. Wars, from wars are not one with bullets. Wars long-term are one with better ideas. What we've have though today is the, the fearful thing of, of vacuums where only certain ideas are allowed to be shared. As a Christian, wake up, get the get the ideas, find the facts, find the stats, mm-hmm. show up and have a better argument and, and uh, be able to present it to the best of your ability and then get better if it's not great. It's so right. anyway. Yeah, high five. High five you. Thanks we let, for joining let you us in today. on our walk this morning. So we just bless you guys to be able to wake up, to show up, to speak up. Bless you guys to be able to... to uh, be a voice that's heard in our country. And if this really meant something to you today, share it. Share it with your friends. You know, put it through Messenger, text it to them, whatever, but share these concepts. Have yes, a great day. Thanks a lot. Have a great Bye-bye. day.